I'm SP from Better Podcasting, a show dedicated to help make your podcast better. And it is part of the Get a Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other insightful and wonderful geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. There are a ton of people that I could be, should be, however you want to say it, thanking for this year's Attack the Feels episode. Part of those people are ones that probably would have been thanked last year, except for the fact that I didn't do it because, you know, the past two years have been a complete pile of crap in a lot of ways. Um, I guess let's kind of start there. There have been so many times just over the past couple years here where I'm wondering if this is worth it, whether it is because of having trouble getting people scheduled, having trouble getting people to want to do certain games, you know, um, a couple people that got annoyed at me because I wouldn't record with them or couldn't get something worked out or, you know, something like that and it's just you know why am I doing this why am I going through the effort to make this whole podcast and then almost every single time I run into something like that something comes back around here and just lets me know why I love doing this so much. So that's who we're going to focus on this year. Those few people who are directly to blame for me still doing this. And I really could start with any of them. Um, But this is where we're going to start. I have to start with the friends I have made in the Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men community. Most of them that I've met over there, they really enjoy the podcast. Um, Like, I tell them something's happening, they get super excited. And I know that that's real stuff that they're getting excited about. So the fact that I know that I have a community like that that isn't directly related to my podcast is really they're together for something else. Oh, yeah, I'm not editing out these yawns either because I don't care. Um, they're, they're getting excited for all this. And I love it. You know, the people that I have writing for the website with me, you know, they've decided that they want to take the time to write something to put on my site. They could be putting it so many other places. And yet they choose to put things with me. You know, I have to be doing something right 
if they're willing to do that. And yeah, part of that is paying them. But they could still be putting this so many other places. And they're putting it with me. You know? We have to get some... Yeah, those people are kind of secretive in some ways. Partly because... Um, I don't know all of their real names because they're friends on the internet and that's just how friends on the internet work. Part of it is because I know for a fact that even though I do know their real names, they don't necessarily want them out into the world. And that's fine. I don't care. But we do have to get into some direct I can name people who have that be it. <coughs> this is again how you know I'm not editing because I'm not taking out the cough because I don't care right now. I want to get something out completely where people can know how real I'm being with this. Um, everybody over on the gunnageek.com network, whether it be Stargate Pioneer and Stephen John Drew, who run the network, Chris Farrell, who does a bunch of help with them running the network, to every other person who has a show over there. Like, yes, it's kind of a little bit of a bit, that I'm going in there saying that my show is the worst on the network. But in all reality, um, I'm totally willing to take that moniker there because everybody else's show is that good. And the fact that they have continued to let me stay over there and keep putting things out and keep being excited, you know, that same way when I get things made I mean that is that's a big deal I don't know how many of y'all know the story of the network I was on before and why I'm not on there now that's not really a time for this and you know if anybody really wants to know I'll tell them I, I have no problem telling it's fine there's no bad blood anywhere, so don't get excited about that. But, you know, the fact that everybody over here has been so welcoming with everything is great. Because, again, I have those people that I feel like I'm accountable to, to put out something good. Because they are allowing me to associate what I'm doing with all of the good things that they're doing. And they will probably tell me, yeah, you know, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's true. I am. Just look at some of the guests I've gotten. I'm, I'm doing good for myself. That's fine. But they're letting me do my thing. And they're all doing their thing over there. I know I said in a previous Patreon update that random person sent me this road pod mic who has a twin road pod mic in the house for when Haley records things with me it's Patrick p4 that they sent me um that came from people on the network who they said they don't care i don't really want to throw their name out there i know exactly who it was i know who all had a hand in it um i I don't know if anybody else has said that they've sent them directly things, and I just don't want to be the first person to do it because I don't want people to bug them about getting free stuff. But 
they are sending this to me because they believe in what I'm doing. They believe I can do better with it, which is true. I can. And they want to see me do better with it. You know, it's... People don't just spend this kind of money on somebody that they don't believe in. And specifically more on the network, more specifically, specifically more, I don't care. Um, more specifically over on the network, everybody who is on the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. show being Stargate Pioneer, Lauren Salinas, Michelle Ely, who have let me come onto their show as a full-time thing now. You know, that is an official thing. You know, I've been here for all the Loki What If stuff for a while, here with for the Hawkeye stuff for a while. That was just, hey, long-term guest. That's fun. Now I'm on there as an official thing. And it's, it's so good that not only do they feel like they can trust me to be on the show, they've enjoyed having me on the show enough to where they want me to be on the show all the time. And that's great. And I love that. And if somebody feels that way with me being on their little baby of a show, then I have to take care of my little baby here and do what's good for that. Going to some other people, um, Megan Danger, formerly of Onola Class, now of The Weird. Every time I need to talk to them about anything, you know, time zones and work schedules permitting, they're there for me. They have been there for me not quite every step of the way, but like 90% of the steps of the way. And it's... Do you know how great it is to have somebody who has been with you on this journey for so long and somebody who has done the great things that they have done with their show and they're still willing to come over here and help me out with mine, let me throw ideas past them, do everything like that. It's amazing and I love it. But, you know, you're always going to be able to find people who support you like that. Whether it be friends, whether it just be fans, everything like that. We need to take a look a little bit on some people coming from a slightly different angle of all this. There have been a few guests, some of which the episode has come out already some of which the episode still has to come out, where I was basically their first choice to come on to talk about the project that they're doing. Now, I know I'm probably doing too many bonus episodes lately, and there might be a way around that. I need to get some things figured out there. But, you know, these people are seeing my show and hearing my show and thinking what I really want play comics to be one of the first things that or I really want play comics to be one of the first shows that I record with and this is no way I'm not going to get it out oh man sorry 
this is knowing I'm probably not gonna get it out for a few weeks, so other people are gonna get theirs out faster. And yet they still wanna record with me first. Um, Steve Arena, who you've heard him on the episode for Zombie Date Night. That comic is very fun, I hope you got it. You will hear him on an episode about Ex Machina. I think that's how I decided I was gonna say it. I can do that because the people who are making it don't even know how they want to say it. So I can say it however I want. Um, but, excuse me. No, he's sitting there and, oh, I want I want to go on and play comics. I want, this, I want this to be the first one that I record with. And that is, knowing that people think that about me makes me want to keep going and doing this. You also have people that have come on the show that, quite frankly, I have no business getting on the show at all. How the heck do I get Peter and Milligan on the show? How do I get Steve Orlando and Steve Fox on the show multiple times? You know, I have no business pulling that off. Look at what this show is. It's, yes, it's good. I'm no Xavier. Wow, I want to call him Xavier Files still. I don't care. I'm no Xavier Files. I'm no Jay and Miles. I am nothing in this giant sea of podcasts. And I know people are going to come out and tell me I'm wrong about that. But, I mean, look at everybody else that exists. And... People like Peter Milligan are coming on my show to talk about their stuff. You know, how do I pull that off? I don't actually, you guys want to know the secret? I ask nicely and I guess I have a good reputation because I don't know. They know I'm not going to come in here and ask them all the questions they get from everybody else. I know that's part of it. And there's plenty of names I could have thrown in there. Honestly, my brain kind of goes a little little bit wonky when I'm recording like this if I don't have names listed out. Those are just names that popped into my head first. But more specifically, there are a couple people that I really think I just ended up recording with at the perfect time for me. Like, I was, the thought of just getting everything recorded that I had scheduled, getting it all out, and if not being done for forever because of the craziness of the last few years and just needing a chance to not deal with things, you know, taking a giant break. Which, with podcasts, we know could end up accidentally being forever. There were a couple people I recorded with at the perfect time. Um, One I want to get out of the way is the wonderful episode, quote-unquote wonderful episode, where I... 
talked to somebody who wanted a rebuttal, and I'm not going to throw their name out here because I don't want to give them any kind of, um, I don't want to give them any publicity here. If you really want to know, it, it takes like two seconds to find on the site, or you can ask me and I'll, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to give them any publicity here. The fact that they thought I was big enough to need to come on and refute what was said about them. Yeah. Now, somebody thought I was a big enough deal that I wasn't just the back of the napkin, small town, rag of a newspaper type thing. And, you know, they wanted to make sure that my listeners knew what was really going on. In their perspective, anyway, because, I mean, let's face it, uh, wow, this is not the time for that. You can probably pick up on what I'm putting down here. To go along with that, Patrick Jr., um, where do I even start with that? He has been on the show for regular episodes, looking at one of the Turok the Dinosaur Hunter games. I can't remember which one because I, I don't like any of them. They're first-person shooters. He has been on the show talking about multiples of his books. He has been on the show talking about the comic publisher that he has started. Like, that guy just... He is like a supernova of energy getting everything done, making sure that everything is done to a professional level that nobody can scoff at, that the promotion is all there, that the name is out there, that everything that can possibly go right with something maybe doesn't go right, but at least has a chance to go right because he's out there trying to do it. And he continually comes to me to come on to my show because he knows I'm going to treat him right like I try to do with everybody that I have on the show. He knows that I'm going to promote the show to make sure that people hear it. And he knows that people are going to listen. And the fact that somebody like that is willing to continually come back, like anybody can go on the show once. I can con probably convince anybody to come on the show. Except Sean McGuire, because I've tried. But I can probably convince anybody else to come on the show. Actually, no, screw that. I can get her to come on the show now because I tried way too early. I can probably convince anybody to come on the show once. I will go on most people's show once. But Patrick continually comes back. And it's not like I'm asking him to come back for something and he agrees to it. He comes and seeks me out. Granted, sometimes I ask him first, but you know, he would have anyway. He is sending his people over to come be on my show and I mean that that means a lot to me. 
I know that I'm not the only person he's doing that with. And I know that I'm not necessarily his first choice for everything. I know that there are so many things I can do better. So many things I've told him that I could do that I just haven't yet or kind of failed at doing. Yes, that was the sonic ringtone because I didn't silence my phone. I don't care about that either right now. But he keeps coming on and he loves it. Um, a surprise thing. Well, a surprise person because a person is not a thing. For all of this as well is for an episode you have not heard yet. For maybe if you were paying attention, happen to be paying attention to tweets at the right time. I want to say probably a few months ago now. You might have noticed. But, you know, let's throw it out here right now. Erica Schultz, another person where, how the heck did I convince her to be on the show? I don't know. Actually, no, I do know with that one too. Because I called her at the right time when she wanted to do promotional recordings. And I said, hey, come on the show. And she said, yeah, let's do it. Cool. So... I mean, she comes on the show, and it's a nice, normal, there's a bad word for it, but it's the word I'm going to use right now. It's a normal, for me anyway, fun conversation of a show. We look at her comic, we look at everything that goes along with it, and throughout the whole time, there is this air of... Her wanting to make sure that none of this is easy. You know, she's talking about the work she puts into everything, the work that the people she's working on the comic with put into everything. Not in a bad way at all. I don't want to imply that at all. Just, you know, it's not like she wakes up and spends 10 minutes writing out an entire comic in the morning and then she's done. You know, it's work. But we get to my last question. of the My last real question of the interview, anyway, which I ask all these comic creators. What's your advice on to people who want to get into working on comics? And she sits there. And every single answer she has is, you have to do work. <laughs> All right, I'm silencing my phone because I don't want to deal with that anymore. It's going to keep going. I can tell. Yeah, I'm sure this is wonderful audio right now. Um, anyway, every single answer from Erica Schultz is you have to put in work. You have to do, you know, you have to write the story. You have to get the story torn apart. You have to write the story again. You have to get it torn apart again. I mean, you have to find somebody good to do the art if you can't do that. You have to find somebody good to do every aspect of it. And you're going to get to hear it from her again later. And I'm sitting there and it's just... It's half a second of... Oh man, this is so different from everybody else's answer. Because everybody else's answer is some form of... Hey, you want to make comics? Just go make comics. And her answer isn't like that. So it's half a second of, man, how am I going to make this work? And then I'm going to say 10 minutes because I can't remember how long it is now. 
but like 10 minutes of, hey, super practical. This is what you have to get done. This is what you have to do to make things work. And so, yeah, I will gladly put up with half a second of, oh man, I don't know if I can do this for such wonderful practical advice of, yeah, this isn't some abstract go make comics. This is super practical. This is how you do it. And what business do I have getting somebody like that on the show? You know, like the fact that I can get people like that to come here to answer these questions. I can get people to come back on the show. I can get people who want to be on the show so bad that they are booking with me two and three months before they're even going to be on the show. Like, that doesn't happen for somebody with a bad show. That doesn't happen for somebody who is a bad host. You only get that from people who have heard your show, have heard that you're going to treat them right with anything, who know that the interview is going to be worth it because most of the random guests that I have are from Twitter. That's just where the comics community is a lot of it. They talk to each other, you know, like so many of the guests that I've gotten, especially for these creator talk episodes are, hi, this other person you had on said I should come on your show to help promote my book or I should come on because they said it's just a fun show to be on and I can do something a little bit different and still have a chance to plug whatever thing I'm working on, even though that's not the focus of the episode. Or, you know, just tons of things like that. And it just works itself out so beautifully. And people just come seeking me out because I've taken the time to make the website look professional. It looks like I know what I'm doing. that is completely on purpose. I want it to look like I know what I'm doing because I sure as heck don't feel like I know what I'm doing yet, but we'll get there. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, we will see. But, you know, these people coming on, knowing that I can go in there and get people to the level that I am getting. How the heck did I get people who worked on X-Men the Animated Series on my show? Please, somebody explain that to me. I mean, th- this was not just the perfect storm of I caught them on a day when they felt bored and decided they'd do it. This was... I mean, really, how did I pull that off? I'm still trying to figure that out so I can do it again. So that is this year's attack of the fields. This isn't just about the people from the first and second time this came out. I mean, all of those people still, yes, you know, I love everything that they have done 
for me, for the show, for everything. But, I mean, the past couple of years with everything that's happened in the world, this, I feel like this kind of thank you episode was what needed to happen. Because it's not just about the general everything. I mean, the past couple of years have been about these specific people that have come in and thrown these super specific things my way. And they're all trusting me with their little babies. And that, that's just a great feeling. And the few times that I have thought that maybe I'm about done with this, somebody has thrown something at me that just reminds me of how much I love doing this and how much other people love that I'm doing this and how much I just need to keep doing it for my own sanity. So, yeah. In the show notes, I am going to have probably a picture now that I think about it. Everything that I have in production right now, whether it anything from I have the guest book to an episode or the let's start that one over. Everything from me having the guest booked for that episode to the episode is actually recorded because nothing is past that stage anyway. You can see what I have here in the pipeline. You can be so excited about it because, oh man, if you see some of the things that I have recorded with people, some of the things that I have lined up with people, you're going to be just as excited as I am. And also everybody who is supporting me on Patreon, um, you get to see the video of this. It's the exact same audio, but you can see my face, which may or may not be a draw depending on how you feel about that but everybody who supports me on Patreon I mean we've got Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss we've got the Oh No Lit Class account because Megan is still running stuff through there we've got I keep wanting to say Dan from DC Super Sons but Dan from Gate Crashers We've got Heather from. <sighs> We've got Heather from Not Just Heather's, or Just Heather, or Sunshine and Power Cuts, however you want to think about it. You know, we've got Carl Antonovich, who I had on the show talking about his comics as performance art. You know, you have all these people who believe in what I am doing and believe in me enough excuse the cat fight you may not you may hear back there um it's just cats fighting very literally because Thor is an asshole you have these people who believe in what I'm doing and believe in me well enough that they're willing to give me money to do this and if you're not one of those people you really could be and if you don't like Patreon there's probably there's probably going to be a Kofi set up. There's going to be a something else set up. Because Patreon is kind of... Right now. 
and they keep getting more meh. So there will be something else set up. I'm, I'm not exactly sure where it's going to be yet, but we will see. But, you know, you could be one of those people or not. You know, I've always said here, showing other people the show is a great, great way of helping the show grow. You know, even if I don't know that you specifically are doing it, I see the download numbers. I see that they're coming from different places. And I see that the numbers, excuse me, like the number of yawns in this episode, I see that the number of listeners is getting bigger. That is called bringing your faults into the story and making them work. That is because I, I guess technically am a professional because people are paying me to do this. Whatever little amount it is. Or big amount or whatever. So I hope that everybody has a safe end of the year season with whatever holiday of choice you're dealing with or no holiday and you just kind of get to ride with everybody else who has a holiday and take advantage of it and have no family obligations to worry about just random days off. So thank you to everybody for not only this past year, but the year before too, because I know I didn't do one of these last year. Thank you to everybody who's going to listen to this later because they'll see it in the feed and they'll listen to it for listening to the show, for helping me get good guests on the show because listeners make that happen too, you know, and, you know, just for everything that you have done for me in making this show happen. Thank you.